Hello. 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 Right, everybody, this is a little extra thing because we've been doing serious business and then not doing it. Yes. And so uh, what I wanted to do was just a little thing that tells you that we're still going to be doing this, uh, but also, hi, I haven't thought this through at all and I'm <laughs> not going to be editing it. And this is called Frivolous Disney. Hey! Welcome to Frivolous Disney. This isn't a proper episode of this. It's just, we're just mucking about a little bit. Yes. Uh, I, we've already kind of. I've told Johanna a couple of things that we'll talk about. And we're going to make this twenty minutes and no longer because we want to go to bed. But <laughs> I've also uh, held back a final question, which I'm going to throw to you. Oh. Uh, and you'll be on the spot, but it's all right. It's completely stupid. Okay. What we have here is. A Christmas present. I actually have I genuinely not seen you since Christmas. Before Christmas. Before Christmas. We're, this yeah. is we're recording this on the twenty sixth of May. May. Yes. Yeah, we've just come back from Aladdin. Yes. Um. Or yesterday. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, there's been this there's been this ongoing intention to give each other Christmas presents, yes. and uh, to, now unfortunately for me, Jahan seems to have like actually got me a Christmas present. I know. Yeah. So. I I've just got a really stupid present for the for the for the purpose of this podcast. So here that, it is. Fine. Uh, it, look how well I wrapped this today in this snowman. Oh, you wrapped it today. today. Yes. Right. My present was wrapped <laughs> in December. <laughs> Oh, right. That's why it has food items in it that that probably expired that long ago. Yes. Oh, perfect. So if you, like, spoiler, my package contains, among other things, really old chocolate. Yeah. And (laughs) mould. Maybe mould. Mould. Maybe. No. It's possible for chocolate to keep. We might be safe there. I don't... I... Check the date, but I wouldn't recommend it. (laughs) But... All right. I'm going to give you. Given that you wrapped this, this on on this May present, 26th, yes, I'm glad you went to, to the effort fresh. of ra- um, wrapping it in snowman only, Christmas present. Really, the only problem here is that the the thing I'd only just said to you, yes. like on a podcast, yeah, days before I was going to give you this, yeah. won't be fresh in your memory anymore for you to know why I'm giving you this. But maybe you'll remember. Here maybe, you maybe I will. Here you go. And if I don't... Merry Christmas! Maybe I can go back to a previous episode of our excellent <laughs> serious Disney podcast and yeah. re-listen to it, yeah. as you all should. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is this the Ursula Apologist It book? is! <laughs> it's, the, it's the gritty origin story of Ursula! These villainesses from Disney have their own novels now. Yeah. That seem to take it seriously and be a sort of like, but here's what was going on with her. Yeah. Which suggests that this Revisionist villain... Ursula. Yeah, exactly. But it's... Ursula. I know. I know. I... Exactly. What possible excuse could Ursula have for anything? I don't know. But have I been too hard on Ursula here? Is she like one of the more sympathetic villains? I don't think so. There's no, there's no, there's no call for a revisionist Ursula backstory. Certainly, she is just a nasty old lady yeah. who lives in a cave yeah, yeah, yeah. and just wants to mess people up. Yeah. When you say gritty, I assume it's quite gritty. Give us, read us the first couple of paragraphs. Go on. You're right. In whose voice? Just I don't know, Gilbert Godfrey. No, yours. It's called "Poor Unfortunate Soul." A dark grey mist followed Ursula. That's pretty gritty. <laughs> like creeping tentacles. Oh. As she made her way through the seemingly abandoned town <clears throat> of Ipswich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew there was some reason why I enjoyed the first paragraph. This, when is, I was looking sa- at it. this is saying Ipswich, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> right. Um, 
Ursula's laugh echoed through the boarded-up cottages of <laughs> Ipswich. Um, their pitiful denizens. <laughs> <laughs> the pitiful denizens, denizens of, of Ipswich. Ipswich. Any Ipswich listeners from uh, on to this podcast? Well, I've rem- by now. Who remember this? They're the pitiful denizens huddling within, terrified of the vengeful sea goddess who had descended yes. upon them like a waking nightmare. Yes! This is great! She had altered herself into her human form for the excursion and used her magic to control the mists, creating long, menacing tentacles that curled around and trailed behind her, blighting everything they touched. This is actually cool. She left the this. path of destruction yes. in her wake. Black like oil and putrefying. Yeah. She moved towards the main square and stood beneath the clock tower. Now the oh. next paragraph oh. is just the word hate. <laughs> oh, this is ace. Oh, this is great. Her magic was infused with it. And in that hate was a deep, penetrating sorrow. Yes. Those humans had taken from her the only oh. person who had loved her. Oh, there and we go. she was going to make them suffer. She cast her ghostly appendages towards the sea, calling forth her dark minions. Sirens. Oh. Like, I'm going to read... Right, what do you want me to do? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. With this. Except that I know that after you've done whatever it is, within reason, I want you to lend it to me. (laughs) Right. It's Ursula I had a flip through it, right? Yeah. And the bit that I landed on that I loved... Was this like body positivity bit where they're like they were having a discussion about like well if you can turn into that slim woman that you sometimes turn into why don't you stay like that why do you look like this and she's like <laughs> and she goes she goes off on one about how like this is great what are you talking about <laughs> she says to someone in Ipswich <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know I don't know what point it crosses over to the Little Mermaid yeah. Or if, if it's it just does. all just Ips- uh, Ursula dicking around in Ipswich. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, I'm looking at the ones in the back. There's like... What? There's ones for like loads of them. There's fairest of all. How did the Wicked Queen become so evil? Oh. The Beast Within. Oh. How did a prince once beloved by his people become a bitter and reclusive monster? Well, we know that. Oh, we know we? that. That's yeah, the right. story, yeah. <laughs> and then... Mistress of all evil. Why did Maleficent curse the princess? We know that Again, one as well. Again, we know that. Well, maybe like, we're making, they're, they're making two separate films of that. This might predate that. Remember how long ago I bought it? Yeah? Well, yeah, good point. <laughs> when, was this, when was this published? Oh, wow. There's like... 2018, actually. Oh, well, no then. Oh, and other ones? Yes. Twisted Tale. Oh, yes. Now they have the... The Aladdin one kind of looks interesting to me because I'm totally into Aladdin stuff. A whole new world. Yeah. What if Aladdin had never found the lamp? That's right. They're what if stories. Evil Jafar has possession of the magical lamp and the power mad ruler is determined to take control of life and death. Oh. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And everyone in Agrabah reckons it's cool. Yeah, right? <laughs> then we've got As Old As Time. Yeah. What if Belle's mother cursed the beast? What? Oh. I'm not... That's interesting. That's actually interesting, yeah, okay. Belle makes an intriguing discovery about her own mother as she Whoa. starts to unravel the secrets about the She explores Paris. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> they better not. <laughs> then, once upon a dream, what if the sleeping beauty never woke up? As the oh, prince prepares sleep? to kiss the sleeping princess, he too falls into a deep sleep. Oh, man. And the fairy tale is far from over. And then by the end of the book, it's just like a heap of different characters. <laughs> <laughs> because they're all pretty attractive people. Yeah. So it's just this mount- increasingly large mountain yeah. of beautiful people yeah. who others just cannot resist yeah. kissing. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, well, we don't need to read that book anymore. No, we know what that's we know about. That's all about. And then the last one. This oh. sounds interesting. Okay. Right. Reflection. What? Oh, wh- Mulan. Which, yeah, Mulan. Yeah. Okay. Where do you think this is going? Okay. What if? What Mulan, if Mulan? That's yeah. how it starts. What if Mulan had 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 to travel? <laughs> oh, right. Okay. What if Mulan had to travel? I don't know. Just tell me what to the. Uh, Underworld. What? <laughs> okay. Okay. I was start- for a moment there. I was starting to feel like I was silly for not being able to see where you were going. Okay. Still disguised as the soldier Ping, Mulan faces a deadly battle in a mysterious world. Sweet. As she tries to save the life of Captain Shang, but he didn't die. <laughs> Assuming Captain Shang is the BD One character, that you know, yeah. I. I- I don't remember him ever being anywhere near uh, being enough no. risk of dying that Mulan should even be considering a trip yeah. to the underworld. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. which, which underworld? I don't know. <clears throat> like the Hercules one, maybe? Yeah, I, I hope so, know. yeah. Those sound great. They actually sound good, don't they? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I've, I've had a look at them in the shop and, like, I yeah, I have thought to myself, I am inevitably having these at some point. I am genuinely going to read this. Yes. And then... And then we'll have a book report. Yeah, I'm going to... We'll have a frivolous business about it. We should both read this. I will. I intend to, yeah. we'll do an episode on this. All right. On on Poor Unfortunate Soul. Yeah. By? By Serena Valentino. Hey, that's not a bad writer name, is it? Yes. Yeah, okay. And then you've got a... You've got one of those dual face covers so on the front. She's Ursula. On the back, she's the other Ursula. Well, thing. you're in luck, Serena. Please expect reviews of these from us. Yeah. Possibly in this short. We're not doing three. Hour- we're not doing three to six hours on them. No. But like, we could do half hour episodes on these. Yeah. Like I say, we do that one, and then thereafter, Patreon exclusive. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. So that- there you go. Thank you for that Christmas right. present. Yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> um. So what did you have to ask me? Oh, yeah. So just to really, really drive home the point of what this is, whenever we do uh, serious distance episodes, it's always about a film. Yes. But there's other stuff going on that we... I I sort of keep feeling like we ought to talk about sort of not attached to a particular film. Um, Yeah. And one of those that we don't really want to go into too much detail about because we talk about it a lot in the normal episodes is the fact of the trailers coming out and things like this. There was was a time when I wanted to do this because the Aladdin and Lion King trailers have come out, but we've now just sort of accidentally seen Aladdin (laughs) and recorded our Aladdin episode. Yes. We're still not... I'm still not 100% sure what order we're releasing them in, but you might get the Aladdin episode before the others. Yes. Um although it's complicated by the fact that I've edited the others and I haven't started on that yeah but you'll get this first so hello we're back it's frivolous business today but it's usually serious business Uh, let's talk about a topic here's a topic I've lost it hang on oh god where have I put my I'm going to have the, to the, the podcast the is disintegrating. Frivolous. That's the point of this. This is a this is a mini-sode that is disintegrated from the off right <laughs> here is a question Jahan sure is there we are covering on this series, at the moment anyway, the Disney remakes yes. that they're doing right now that sometimes we like to refer to as live action and then we get all confused. and Because little... some of them aren't. Yes. Yes. And little sultans on magic carpets go around our head as we get confused. <laughs> what is the exit strategy for this project when Disney have blown through every film that everyone that they've ever made that anyone cares about? What do you think happens then? I don't know. It... 
is the, is the answer I, to that. I think they might be hoping that it kind of all blows over by that time. <laughs> I, I wonder that myself. We touched upon that in the Aladdin podcast briefly. Right. The Look fact forward that, to that. Yes. We briefly touched on the fact that you'd think with something like... These don't just feel like one-off things they're doing anymore. Yeah. Which they did when they yeah. started. When yeah. it was like, oh, let's do Alice. Yeah. Let's do this weird Maleficent movie. Yeah. Now it feels like a concerted effort. It's a series. Now, it's a yeah. series. And any series, particularly with Disney, like, you think that there's planning in that. That there's yeah. like a, serious, a sense of escalation. That we're building up to something. If they were building up to anything in this with this as a series, it would be the Lion it's King. It's the Lion King. That's the crown jewel. That's yeah. there is no Disney film that people care about more than the yeah. Lion King. And I always got the sense that like uh, they they didn't really think of this until they were already in it, and then they must have started going like, "Oh no, we're gonna have to do the Lion King quick. Yeah. Let's get really good at this." Ah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but as it is, they're now doing the Lion King. Frankly, soon. Mm, like, yeah. Um, whether it's whether I'm you can take that to mean soon compared to when you're listening to this <laughs> or soon within the context of from the start of the project to now oh, yeah. I mean I suppose it's been like nine years in, oh, but, God. on one level but it also feels like they're only re- relatively they've only recently ramped up to where we all recognise it as a series exactly and they're doing The Lion King yeah. already mm. now my feeling is that surely it's all downhill from there yeah. like at that point, haven't they done most of the films that people uh, actively, actively yeah. are like, oh yeah, yeah, that film, yeah. Because yeah. we've already started to see what happens when they apply this to films that people don't care about as much, like Dumbo. Yeah. I mean, look, we care about that as yeah, a piece sure, of history, yeah. but like the kids these days aren't talking about Dumbo, no. really. And the disappointing box office performance of the remade Dumbo is maybe partly because it wasn't good from all accounts, but I think it also reflects the fact that, like, look, not every one of these remakes is a billion-dollar goldmine. It's not yeah. going to be. I can't <laughs> remember how well Christopher Robin did, but, you know, I think it was, like, all right. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not saying the world on fire. I can't imagine that the bean counters are going to be like, oh, yeah, let's... We want to greenlight more projects that pull in those that sweet, sweet Christopher Robin money. <laughs> yeah. Like... There must be an exit strategy at some point. I know it's not soon. They've mm. still got others, other films that people might care about still to come, like The Little Mermaid. I'm very much looking forward to The Little Mermaid. Yeah, uh, yeah for sure. And they're doing Mulan as well, which should be entertaining. Yeah. Um, Although, I think more or less everyone agrees that the main thing we like about Mulan is the songs, and they've said they're not doing them. Yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah. That, albeit, with that said, I'm, I've been actually quite surprised by the reaction to the cutting of the songs from Mulan, because I always thought of Mulan as like, oh, no one really cared about the songs in that that much, other than like... I uh, I know what you mean. I didn't when it came out. I yeah. think, honestly, I think it's a completely different generation from us. I think so, too, it. yeah. Because I just thought, like, it's like, yeah, like, reflection. Like, it, people sing yeah. that at karaoke a lot. I remember, I remember going like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, I was... Uh, but like, no, it's let's get down to business. It's the, if That's yeah. the big mean Disney song, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, reflection is big. I mean, bear, like, I... <laughs> brief tangent. Okay. I, I, I studied in China for a year. I spent quite a lot of time studying in a Chinese school. They were doing, like, a talent show. I saw some... I was privy to some of the rehearsals for that talent show. 
I estimate that of like the female contingent of the entrance to the talent show, about seventy-five percent of them were doing <laughs> reflection. Oh gosh! Like it's popular. Oh. It's a popular song. <laughs> um, like so, yeah. Clearly, it resonated with a generation that yeah. apparently didn't include us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, they're gonna run out, right? Surely. Yeah. And surely there's like, um, I don't know. Is there a, what is there an opposite of statute of limitations that you know like that whereby if you go past a certain point that they're probably not going to remake those ones right yet surely they're not going to think about remaking any of the the third Renaissance films I suppose yeah, yeah, yeah. like surely those are off limits right they feel off limits let's wait and see um, I suppose because it's like cut especially now that they've like uh, opened the Pandora's box of doing sequels mm. to more recent films yeah. Why would you do Frozen live action when you can do Frozen 2? Yeah. You know? Like, those feel like that's not where they'd be going with that for a long time, surely. Because if Frozen 2 is a huge success, I don't... And, like, critically acclaimed and good by most people's metrics... Why wouldn't they immediately start thinking about hey Frozen a Frozen trilogy? Oh, we definitely get that. Yeah, like for sure. a, like you know their first actual actual trilogy. Yeah, I'm not. That would be exciting. Yeah, well, yeah, that would be exciting. Assuming Frozen Two is good. Yeah. Um, but and then at that point, I cannot see Frozen live action happening. Like yeah. within 10, 15 years. Yeah, and. There's not enough films to plug the gap. I think Frozen... I think they probably do have it in mind to do Frozen live action one day, but that day is is like they did with Beauty and the Beast. They're waiting for the current little girls yeah. to be mums. Totally, yeah. That, that'll be a project then. And, like, Frozen was, what, like, what, 2013, wasn't it? And about, uh, so, like, I don't know, let's call it, like, 20 years... 15 to 20 years after that. Yeah. Again, like I say, there's not... They'll run out of films that people care about before before it gets to a point where it's like okay we, yeah. oh, we've yeah. been making films making films and now it's Frozen's turn yeah oh no no there's, yeah it'll be a completely different thing yeah so so my one I, my thought is if that if it was me if I'm in charge what I would be doing is I would be trying remaking to remaking Super Mario Brothers we, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I would be trying to come up with a strategy to transition from this into just like making just new live action films that people think of in the same terms as this. But they've they've wanted to do that. Yeah. And they've tried to do that for a long time and their hit record with original live action films in recent years in particular has been pretty patchy, you mm. know? It's like like Tomorrowland. Yeah. Like Wrinkle in Time. Yeah. Like uh that Nutcracker film they did recently. Sorry. Did they? Yeah, like towards the end of last year. Like okay. Nutcracker and the Four Realms, it was like what? a big, lav- fairly lavish, like live-action fairy tale movie from Disney. Oh. Yeah, this is it's news to me. Hundred percent is a real film. <laughs> okay, um, but these all kind of come and go. Yeah, like, and that seems to have been the fate of most of this kind of live-action film for them recently. This is why I mean they need a strategy. It needs yeah. to go. It needs to feel seamless. They need to. Maybe a sequel is the answer. They need to somehow get from these live action films into original while it but but it it but it needs to feel to the audience as if they're just continuing to watch this series. That's what that Nutcracker in the Four Realms <sighs> film looked oh. like it was trying to be. Like it's like, "Oh, look, you know, it's another 
uh, live, ac- you know, glossy chocolate box looking live action fairy tale movie and it looks as though, oh, there must be an animated film of that, right? I've got it. There isn't. I've got it. Here, here I am. I'm the executive. I've come up with the idea. Are you? Okay. Yep. Here's what you do. Yes. The next film you make, uh, after you've, like, you know, just when it looks like the audience is losing interest. Yeah. You make a film in which... You basically gather up all the princesses who've been right. in this. You get Emma Watson. Yeah. You get, and then I'll, I'll be here all day if I try and remember any more names <laughs> than that. But you get the, Naomi in, Scott, the Cinderella one. You put them into a film in which they're not. They don't have to be necessarily princesses, but yeah. they are uh, some sort of team yes. that feels like princesses. And then the the next film is a spin off from that with some side character. And, the, and then you're away. Then you can just always yeah. make sure there's one actor in common with the next film and the next film, and you're away. Yeah. That's what I would do. That's a, that's an idea. Like, yeah. the idea of essentially sequelizing the live-action film specifically, because mm. that's something they talked about. I say talked about. It's something they're going to do this year, isn't it? Is it? Maleficent. Oh, is it what you mean? Yeah, yeah. That's this year. Sorry, I thought I uh, was unaware of this, like, Ocean's 8 Disney thing. <laughs> the the prince, Disney Princess Avengers. Yeah, no. Now I think about it. They're Disney. They, if they wanted to make it the princesses in one film, they could. They could do that if you want all the money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, do that. Um, I feel as if you want all the money. Yeah, like I, I also got feel previous. like that. Yeah. Do that's that. It. <laughs> but that's it. Maybe that is how they transition. Maybe they they turn these things into their own fictional entities. Because, yeah, like I said, you know, they're doing this Maleficent. Yeah film which i don't understand no. what it is no i really do not when i, w- when I went and had a look at the trailer uh, the the comments basically reflected what we said when we first yeah. heard of it which is like oh so she's a villain again yeah like what what's, what is it what's going on <laughs> yeah <Disney>? yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't understand it's like mistress of evil is the subtitle it's like wow. that is like <laughs> i mean hey yeah it's a bit it's a bit sexy isn't it yeah. for stars yeah and it makes me feel even more like the first film was a weird hallucination. I know, yeah. But honestly, if they, like, Evil Dead 2 this, and if they just kind of go like, <laughs> so, you know how there was that film Maleficent, and yeah. it was a bit not quite... Re- <laughs> Let's just pretend, just, okay, but here's the same cast, and here's a Maleficent film! Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I see what you mean, yeah, okay. Like, they seem to be doing with the Suicide Squad sequel. For Are they? Yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, let's bring back, you know, it's like, let's hire James Gunn, director people actually like, and let's bring in, like, a lot of the same cast members, but not any of the ones you didn't like. And, yeah, hey, it's a new thing, hey. Yeah. It feels like maybe they're trying to do that. I don't know. All right. Uh, right, that's some talking. Should we move on to the next thing? Okay, then, here's my wild card question. Right. That you don't need any preparation for, because it's, it's ridiculous. <clears throat> I want to know all about the first time that the people at Disney approached Gilbert Gottfried <laughs> with the idea of him performing two songs in Return of Jafar, both of which I think he did perfectly well at. <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> now, I'm handicapped here because okay. I <clears throat> don't know Return of the, Jaf- of Return of the Jafar. <laughs> I'm getting confused with Return of the Jedi. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know it very well. No. I know that Gilbert Gottfried... <clears throat> pa- what That's it! I've had it! I hate to be dramatic, but it's time for me to fly the coop! Bruh! Terrific! Fine! I'm drawing the line, do wanna wind up in something? I was a fool to let you run the show! Uh, 
Arrivederci, look out below <laughs> or something. Well, thanks, Gilbert. He just he just popped in here. Were you, did know. you invite him? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, of course. And now he's just left. I've been inviting him every single time we've done it. <laughs> it was weird. He just actually yeah. popped out of your loft. Yeah. And now he's back in there. I can hear him, like, scuttling around. around in there. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, okay. <laughs> he, but here's the, the interesting point on Return of Jafar is yeah. that he does a love song. Does he? Yeah. And it's a kind of joke love song. Okay. But he's also actually singing it. Yeah. The premise is that he's got to get Aladdin and Jasmine back together. And he's okay, like, right. leave it to me. And it's, forget about his charms. Forget <laughs> about the way he fell into your arms. And it, like, reverse psychology. So they... So the love... Forget about his touch. In the scheme of things, it doesn't matter much. This is made easier by the fact that I've lost my voice. <laughs> Over the last two days of constant podcasting. <laughs> Wait, is that the love song of Return yeah, of Jafar? Yeah. Love really is revolting. It's even worse than when you're molting. Enough of this fluff. Just forget about love. This is great. Every time I lose my voice, I'm going to do this. <laughs> um, forget about romance. <laughs> I, at this stage, don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Like, but Here's the question, right? Is that, so is that Return of Jafar's whole new world? Yes. Wow. Cool. Here's but... what we're going to do now. <laughs> right. I'm going to play it to you. Well, cut it out. Okay. But you, I feel as if you ought to see this. I think so, yeah. We, we can't have this in for copyright yeah. reasons, right? Oh, so, okay, everybody go to YouTube and yep. look up... Forget About Love. Yeah. By Gilbert Gottfried. (laughs) (laughs) But, I may as well say on the record, I think this is a good tune and I like it. Yeah. Didn't have auto-tune in those days. No, they did not. What does he mean, I shouldn't have kept Iago a secret? He's been living with him for ages. <laughs> That's what I took from it, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you they, they, they tracked in a. Isn't that beautiful? A little bit of a whole new world yeah. at the end there. Just to emphasize the fact that that. <laughs> Gilbert, was sung by Gilbert Gottfried. Was indeed. A spiritual successor to, 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 to the Oscar-winning yeah, Holy World. I'm gonna say so. I, yeah. I think so, but I could be wrong. I don't care. Yeah. Like, as a point of comparison, we may as well call it Oscar-winning. <laughs> now what? <laughs> and this is something I don't know that I mentioned this enough, but right. I, I always appreciated Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Oh yeah. In this role. Yeah. Uh, as, he was good. It was a good decision. Yeah. Because he, he's a parrot. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Ever since I became a parrot owner, my appreciation of this has increased a thousandfold. Right. There's no better way to characterise the inner life, thoughts, voice and attitude of a parrot than Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. So it's like, I've started developing sort of an unhealthy level of like, just sympathy for yeah. this character that he Oh, you'd like deserve. Return of Jafar, it's all about how he's trying to make good and like, yeah. become the good guy. I, well, I mean, this is a small spoiler for... Yeah, for Aladdin, <laughs> you know, but like it, I and I mentioned this in the Aladdin podcast, and you may or may not have already heard this, but no, I won't had... have already heard it, but they might hear it next. Yes, I was less comfortable in the remake 
the idea of that version of Iago, mm-hmm. who's much more just a semi-sentient, essentially good parrot, just a good who, parrot yeah. who's loyal to his owner, yeah. getting dragged into the eternal damnation yeah. of the of the magic lamp yeah. with that much more humorous, yeah. much less likable Jafar. Yeah. I didn't like that yeah. so much, but the only thing that helped me come <laughs> to terms with it is I feel that Jafar's exit dialogue in the remake can only be interpreted <laughs> as a tee-up for a live-action version of Return of Jafar yeah. that won't happen. <laughs> but because that dialogue is there, yeah. I can assume that it does happen in continuity. It does happen, and it means also that you can you can take the Return of Jafar yes. to also be a sequel to the live-action Aladdin. Yes, exactly. So if I feel upset about, oh no, that parrot got a raw deal, which I've... That's a thought that often yeah. crosses my mind yeah. because, yeah, I can now watch Return, of, Return Jafar. of Jafar and I can see Gilbert Gottfried redeeming this character with a beautiful, can we call it a beautiful love yeah, song? ballad, yeah. With a beautiful, with the yes. most beautiful love ballad. <laughs> In the film, yeah. Of our times, <laughs> yeah. I would say. The quintessential Disney love song. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't... Now, I want to turn the question back to you. Okay. Why didn't you play what, what that... at this point do you think the question was? Why didn't you play that song at your wedding? That's a good question. I don't have an answer for that. No, you don't. Huh. Abby? <laughs> I do not enjoy Return of Jafar as much as my husband does. No. Who right. does? Will that have been picked up on the mic? Dun, da, 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 bum, bum, da, da, da. It might be. Have I answered any of that question? The question was... <laughs> What do you imagine it was like, the or or the decision process was the day they went to Gilbert Gottfried, yeah, with this concept, yeah, Gilbert Gottfried, who, <laughs> to us, yeah. has context as having been in Disney's Aladdin, yeah. but to Gilbert Gottfried, <laughs> that was something he did once, yeah, yeah, as as a as an amusing aside yeah. from his career as a stand-up comedian, a very like foul-mouthed yes. stand-up comedian, yes. What do you think it was like when they approached him and said, Gilbert, <laughs> Gottfried, Gottfried, we want not only for you to come back and do another Aladdin, Yeah. not only will it be much worse, <laughs> and we will not be paying you anything like yeah. we did on the original one, but you're going to do two songs and yeah. one of them will be the love song of the film. <laughs> what, what must that have been like? Just planning to do that? Yeah. Having the concept to do that? Doing that, being Gilbert Gottfried in that situation, I feel like the, the only answer I can come up with is that, guys, seriously, I've done like three hours of Aladdin podcast today and yesterday, <laughs> and a Sonic last night, and then I've just done a Gilbert Gottfried voice. Don't, <clears throat> please do not write in about my voice going like. Maybe this. just do Gilbert Gottfried's voice now. So my question is, <laughs> I forgot my question. Um. Oh yeah, my theory is that when Gilbert heard this plan, he went, okay, I'm not being paid enough for this, so what I'll do is I get to do the love song of this movie. Oh, so you think he demanded Yes. Right, I see. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Because at that time, they were, because this was 
essentially like the extended pilot for the TV it, series. Yes, correct. Which he was then in all of the Every episodes. Every episode he was a main character in, yeah. So this was his career from this moment on. I guess that was his leverage then. You know, it's <laughs> like, I'll do your TV series, but like... The first one has to be a movie about me. About me, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. Iago is essentially the main character in Return of mm-hmm. Jafar, right? Yep. Um... Even 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 Jafar plays second fiddle to him, yeah. which is good because, as Iago says, "Okay, I'm little, been playing second fiddle, and I don't get no respect." That it. Where is the Iago book? I know, right? Yeah. Frankly, where's the Jafar? Uh, well, yeah. actually, no. The Jafar book is let's oh. call a whole new world. The Jafar, the Jafar well, no, book. No, no, because those ones aren't villain books. They are just like Elseworld. Books. Oh, I see. That's okay, a separate series. so where's the Jafar, where's where's the Jafar, the Jafar book Jafar? and where's the Iago book? What would the Iago book be called? The Iago book <laughs> by Rudyard Kipling. <laughs> I mean, like, it's a hard get in terms yeah. of as an author yep. for various contextual reasons, but I think, he'd, I think he'd be up for it if you played <laughs> him that song. I think so, yeah. So, I still don't know if I've answered the question. I kind of feel like I have. I, yeah, I, th- I don't feel as if there's anything more can be explored. I feel there. like, yeah, th- okay, there was a Gilbert Gottfried power play that that he succeeded at. Yeah. And look at him he, now. He, well, look at him now, in a sense. Yeah. Because he's been doing that for years. Yeah. Like, he was super annoyed that he didn't get to come back for the live action movie. Was he? Yeah, he's on, he's he's always like... Yeah, how can you tell? Re- well, he's always retweeting and tweeting stuff on Twitter. Yeah, but, okay, think of this, right? Exhibit A. Yeah. I'm super annoyed. Okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Exhibit B. I'm really content. <laughs> How can you tell the difference? Because I do not yet have the plugin for Google Chrome that reads out all of Gilbert Gottfried's tweets in his voice. Oh, that's a shame. My plugin just reads out all of Twitter in his <laughs> okay, voice. Okay, that's fine. Which is actually super appropriate for 90% of the content that's on Twitter. Yeah. But it means that I can't differentiate the Gilbert Gottfried content. Um, oh, I've now finished shouting. I'm not going to do any more. <laughs> You've finished shouting and I'm not going to do any more. Yes. That sounds... I don't... Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't buy that. Tonight. <laughs> right, okay. Only look closer. <laughs> but yeah, no, he didn't seem very happy about that. Because no. frankly, you know, he's been Iago for... Yeah. Jesus, 25 years. I'm not happy about it. It, it. it was weird. I mean, I yeah. adjusted to it because I saw what they were doing with Iago and Abu. No, that's the Aladdin podcast. No more on that. Yes. Listen to our Aladdin episode coming soon. Yes. And, oh, we have a final. Do we have a final word? About or from Gilbert Gottfried? No, we don't. He's finished shouting. <laughs> He's gone back into the loft. <laughs> you can hear him snoring now. Okay. Don't yes. want to wake up Gilbert. No. So... Nobody wants to wake up Gilbert <laughs> Gottfried. <laughs> On that terrifying note, shall we stop? Yeah, bye. Uh, go away. Go away. <laughs> More serious business soon, but if you've got any questions or topics for us to talk about in a future frivolous business, then they will be welcomed. So you can send them to seriousdisness at gmail.com. I don't always remember to check that, so... Also, if you do send me an email, then also tweet me to say that you did it. Or you can just tweet me. I'm at Demon Tomato Dave. Jahan is at Mouse Talica, which is M-A-U-S-T-A-L-L-I-C-A. Um, or, well, actually, probably better than that, we've got at Serious Disney. 
So if you want to send us any questions or anything about the podcast, you can do that there. Uh, we'll see you soon. If you want to hear me talk about Sonic, I've got another podcast that you might like, which is Sonic the Comic, the podcast. But it's not about those American comics, it's about the British one. So that means that we also had, like, other comics of Streets of Rage and Echo the Dolphin and stuff all wrapped up in the one comic. Because it had all sorts of little comics in it, and it had reviews, and it had cheats and stuff, and we we talk about all of it. We even tell you about the adverts be- that they printed, because it's like a time capsule of 1993 and what it was like to be a kid during the console wars. You're gonna like it. It's really tightly edited and takes me ages so please go and listen to that you'll find it at sonic the comic the podcast uh well just search for that on itunes or uh stctp.wigglehe.com see you there and here uh if that makes sense bye